Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Truth. I don't know what's happening to the Bears organization. I'm clueless. Knowledge. We got ten more games of this idiot. Unabashed honesty. You're really stupid, and you got some stupid offensive coordinators and some stupid quarterback coaches. What do you expect from legends? The Hampton OB Show starts now. Well, what can you say after a 27-10 loss to the Green Bay Packers? Bears on the short end of the stick there. A whole lot to dissect about this one. Some uh, some good, but uh, a lot kind of in the ugly category. Would you well, guys you know, it's the same song, different verse. Yeah. We go up there, and apparently idiocy is still a factor that we're going to have to deal with with our offensive coaches. You yeah. know, I, you know, OB, yeah. listen, go uh, on fourth and go and going shotgun at the six-inch line at the goal line when you have a chance to close it to a one-score game is textbook insanity. Now, I don't, I don't care who you are or what, what you're thinking. You're not thinking professional football. That was, that was idiocy. But more than that, you know, Luke Getze, who we, the new offensive coordinator, we had high hopes for him. Well, I gave him an F in the first half last week. He had no clue of what he was doing. And then tonight, tonight, especially in the second half, when our defense held the Packers scoreless, we do nothing, nothing. Now, how about you, a Q? Wait, OB, if you would have told me before the game that we would run the ball for 180 yards on 30 carries, six yards a carry average. I would have told you we're going to be right in it down to the nitty-gritty at the wire. But no, but no, we continue to shoot ourselves in the foot, in the other foot, the leg, our arm, everywhere. And, you know, think about this, folks. We ran 17 plays in the first half. Other than the one opening drive, which worked to perfection, we think we're going to start doing some smart things and, you know, drop back and get sacked and start doing all this nonsense instead of building the offense around the running game. And that's exactly what the Packers did and how they stuck it to us. Now, think about this. Running the ball would have been so immensely important, not only to build our offense, but it would have kept the jack you know what off the field. But instead, we keep turning the ball over. After about a half a dozen three and outs, after going one of seven on third down for the night, one of seven, one of seven, I got to tell you, you asked me what I would, you, you would give the coaches a B. I'll give them, I, you know, our defense, they hung in there, but they never took the inside away. Every time Aaron Rodgers needed a first down, he would run the quick slant five different times. We never took the inside away. Every time it was a first down. I give him a D minus. Well, okay, Danny. And I was going to be positive. <laughs> well, I'm positively yeah. sick of this. You know, this this the imbecilic offense. Somebody needs to have an intervention. Good gets he doesn't get it. Well, I'll tell you what. We had a total of forty one offensive plays in four quarters of football. Forty one plays. Montgomery was running terrific. You know, I've always said, that kid just doesn't give up. He fights and he fights and he fights. And again, what Danny alluded to at the end of the game, 
He he ran for 122 yards, folks, and his average was 8.1 yards per carry. And what do they call? Put our quarterback in a shotgun. We had about eight inches to go for a touchdown. He's back five or six yards. Nobody behind him to push. And that's the play they called. Wow. Yeah. I want to tell you something. I told you, you, insanity is still a factor we have to deal with. Justin Fields. He threw the ball, attempted to throw the ball 11 times, folks. He completed seven, of which none to Cole Komet. One to Darnell Mooney for a minus four yards. The other couple of passes were thrown to the backs. Folks, this, it, it, I, I, I'm searching for words here. You, you can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up. Fields was 7 in 11 attempts, and his rating as a quarterback was 43.8. 43.8. Aaron Rodgers, 19 of 25, 234 yards. Guess what? His rating, 131.1. Now, again, let's get back to that, in that shotgun at right at the end of the game there, Danny, just what six eight inches to go, and Montgomery averaging running running hard, running great all night, averaging over eight yards a carry, and you call what? You call a shotgun to our quarterback? What are we paying Montgomery millions of dollars for? What are we paying Herbert millions of dollars for? They're called running backs. They're not quarterbacks. Have it all be and sponsored Danny, by. I, just one more yep, thing here. I just, Dan, I thought, I mean, this guy, Eberflus, I, I mean, I still like him and there's something, but I'm going to tell you something. These first two games, third down conversions, in 15 attempts, folks, we've converted only three times. And you only have 41 plays today, and you have a quarterback rating of 43.8. There's a problem, folks. There's a problem. Capital will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers, ChevyDriveChicago.com, 312-981-7200 is our phone number. And uh, I see that our friend Kaz has joined us here. And... you got to yeah, – I just want to say yeah, this. Yeah, go ahead. The, folks, I'm not making these numbers up. You, I mean, this is the second game of the season. Uh, everybody's full force. Everybody's go. Ed. And Ed I'm going to tell you, I cannot believe what I saw there tonight. I have no idea – what the hell Getsy was doing, our offensive coordinator. Well, Cos, you know, I, I got to tell you, you know, going uh, shotgun, six inches to go, goal line, fourth and goal. I, I said, you know, this is an, another outbreak of insanity. It's almost like Nagy was on the sidelines calling this nonsense. Yeah, I, I you know, I don't know. I like the direction that the Bears are headed. I mean, let, let me just say this. They, they were – a couple of you know, in spite of everything, all the all the numbers you throw out all night, all they had to do was <laughs> go six inches, and you know we might be talking uh, about a victory, in spite of all that. But it was dumb, it was ridiculous, and that was pretty much uh, the game over at that point. Now I do like the way uh, they fly to the ball, they hustle. They're not very good on offense. 
Um, we don't have a lot of, uh, and really, we gotta you, you got to saddle up and you got to run the football. Justin Fields is not a primetime quarterback yet. He's just not an Ed. I, and, Dan, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that he just doesn't, um, you know, he, they keep changing coordinators, and it's like it's you get shooped over and over again. Forget Nagy. I, this was like John Shoop bad. I threw out an old reference, just in case. You yeah, that that game that, that sent shivers up my spine there, guys. Don't say that name again, please. <laughs> hey, by the way, guys, it's great to hear your voices, and uh, good to hear that we still have that passion. Um, look, the next couple of games, they look pretty. You know, these are games they should win. But if you can't, if you can only convert um, one third down in a game, you don't deserve to win. I mean, it's just the way it works. Hey, Glenn, Cole Komet, our tight end. Two games. The first two games, they threw to him one time. I and mean, a open. tight end in in today's game is one is is where you re- that's the go to guy all the time, basically on every team. He hasn't caught a ball, and Darnell Mooney, he caught one pass. Yeah, he was I, targeted I two times. He caught one pass for a four yard, you know, four yard loss. And here, yeah, here's a kid that was explosive. I mean, the the sky was the limit with him, and I still believe the sky's the limit with him. And you know, we have a lot of young wide receivers. Uh, the tight end, I, uh, listen, I, I don't know what they're they're trying to do um, offensively. It kind of looks like the same old garbage. But you know, the one thing that you can hang your hat on is you can run the football, and you know, why not stick with it the entire game? I mean, that's what the Packers did. And, 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 they ran and more, it down more, our throat. Well, that's more important than than sticking with it is the plays that come as a segue to running right. the ball. The play actions, you know. And again, just look across the line of scrimmage at what Green Bay, you know, they had from start to finish. They emphasized the run and Aaron Rodgers didn't just drop back up, you know, 40 times and sling it. No, everything was precision built on play action or boots off of the a run successful game. run game. Yep. And yet yep. we yep. refuse to to, to well, take the bait and learn how to do that. Well, we, we did do it at the beginning of the game. So maybe what they need to do is script out the 41 plays for this new O.C., so he can just follow the seg, you know, the segments uh, play by play by play, because the first drive was magnificent. I mean, they mixed it up. Uh, they did a good job, and that was the game plan. That's all they needed to do. They could have stuck with that, keep Rodgers off the field, wear down the Packer vaulted Packer defense. Instead, they play right into their hands, and you know it's. But the the tough part to swallow on this one, guys, is this team is better, and yes. these are guys that you you know look. I, I haven't heard of most of them, so they're 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 rebuilding. At the end of this year, they're going to eliminate a lot of salary cap. So there's some good things happening, but the the part that's going to drive people nuts is going to be watching the progression of this new offensive coordinator. That pretty much sounds like he was Aaron Rodgers' best friend. You know, in Green Bay, so you know maybe that—that's—that's that's all it takes. If you're, uh, you know, I mean, it, it, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, yeah, those guys. Uh, anybody that uh, coaches them are, are are probably future head coaches. Correct. Glenn, after two games, we don't have a passing game. Yeah, we don't even. We have, don't. We don't pick. We don't do any of the. Yeah, there's nothing there, and I don't know if it's you know. Again, I think part of the the problem is Justin Fields. 
he doesn't feel pressure. He he uh, he misses a lot of things too. So I think it's a combo of all of those things. But there's no excuse for a for a fourth and six inches after you just rammed it down their throats the entire drive, just pounding 14, 18 yards, Bingo. two yards, 12 yard pops running, and then you decide to get in shotgun. And even if you got in shotgun, give it to the big guy. That, you know, but Montgomery's still going to push that pile forward. It, it just put him under center and just have Montgomery, you know, I mean, honestly, that would have just been a big old scrum, and the Bears would have won that six-inch scrum. And t- traditionally, quarterbacks do not run the ball, especially in short yardage, like a running back. They're they're, they're more vertical. They're not down low Good driving. Point. It just it, Everything about it was sickening. All and right. he hesitated. I mean, he, he danced around. You know, if he'd have just caught the you know the the snap and went ver- straight ahead, he probably would have scored. Hey guys, but he, that's not what he does. He's a quarterback, right? It's like why ask a guy that? That's not his nature, a, gentlemen. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Okay, we're two games into the season. All right, if w- this is a passing league, this folks is a passing league, and we do not have after two games. Of what I have seen, we do not have a passing game. One complements the other. The running complements the passing. The passing complements the. It just it's it's yeah, it's academic, together. folks. Okay, we don't have a passing game. The statistics show that and tell you that. How the hell can you have a tight end in today's game? And in two games, he's been targeted what once, twice. No receptions in two games. And Darnell Mooney, again, one for a minus four yards. He caught last week the opening game, one for eight yards. And we're supposed to win an offensive, excuse me, we're supposed to win a game in the year 2022 in the National Football League with an offense like that, with a game plan like that, folks. I'm not no. making these numbers up. It ain't going to happen against Aaron Rodgers. we got to get yeah, out. Hey, Kyle, stick Kyle's, around. Kyle, hang on a second. Okay, you got it. All yeah. right. Happen will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Hey, he's back. Longtime sponsor, Nationwide Agent Jeff Vukovic Vuk. is back for all your auto home business needs. Contact Vuk at JeffVuk.com. And remember, well, no singing because they lost. Nationwide is on your side. Hey, of course, they're going to line up and shot. Happen will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. That right there are BBB Trusted Reviews, sponsored by the Better Business Bureau. Find a business you can trust at BBB.org. Uh, that play, I think, if I'm reading uh, the room correctly, uh, probably got a Z on the scale of A to Z, as far as the grade goes. That was ugly. And, and it was so close, you know, yeah. and, and our, our producer in there was going, oh, that was a bad call. Hey! They didn't call it a touchdown, so it's not a touchdown. It's yep. just that simple. And 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 cause at some point you 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 can't live and die on you know hoping you get a call. You've got to you got to assert your will and punch it in. They had been doing it the whole drive. That's the most frustrating part yep. about it is they were pounding it right down their throats. The Bears were back in it. You could see the defense was, you know, getting excited again, something to play for because they're going to be down one score. And on fourth and six inches, 
you leave it up to the referees by uh, just getting in shotgun and, and giving up basically uh, four and a half yards. All right, guys, I want, to try, I want to try sticking a phone call. Sorry to interrupt you there, uh, Cos, but uh, some guys have been hanging on a little bit here. We want to try to get as many as yeah, we can. Give us a next... call, folks. We've got uh, a whole nother whole hour. other hour coming up. Uh, 312-981-7200. Jim in Aurora. Jim, you're on with Happy OB and Cos. How's it going? Hey, guys. Uh, no, Ed's absolutely right. It's, it's still a passing league, and you should feature the tight end somewhat. But the bottom line, Dan, and guys, it's, it's talent. And maybe... Cole Komet, he's not getting open, which maybe maybe they missed on that. Uh, they didn't have picks early. They didn't bring anybody in this year on the offensive side of the ball to help out. I watched a lot of games last week and this week. Your number one and two picks on your wide receivers, they're, they're contributing, they're, but that's talent. And they're running routes and they're open. And they just don't have it, and they're not going to have it for a while. Um, and well, I'll, I'll Lawrence, tell you this, Jimmy. Let, let, let me just say this: late in the game, they finally threw it downfield to Mooney, and when they showed the replay, okay, call me out on this, but I, he was—it was like he was jogging three quarter speed, and then you know he never really supposed to, he's supposed to be fast. Ob, I never seen him, you know, turn it on. And he uh, was outthrown, overthrown by five yards. What if he was running that route at top speed, like I saw Tyreek Hill today, or Jalen Waddle, or some of these other guys that are, the, you know, the burners? Yeah, I, I, I just didn't see it. And you know, a lot of times, you know, last week Roquan was called out for loafing a little bit. They better call out Mooney because I think he was loafing on that play. Well, I don't think he thought he was going to th- get the ball thrown to. You him. never know. You got to run. I, That's, hey, and Dan, if you're tired, get off the field. I agree 100%, but when you're going that long at a game and you've only been targeted once, and that's not making an excuse for Mooney. You're right, 100% right. And Jim, to a certain level, yeah, the talent isn't there yet. I, I think it always starts with the quarterback, though. And so if the quarterback can make those special throws and make the reads and feel the pressure, um, receivers look a lot better. Uh, you know, look, it's when you don't throw the ball, when you're not converting third downs, you're going to lose the game. Well, here, this is how it works. Let me tell you something. They basically averaged throwing a little over two times a quarter. In other words, a little over, two plays, basically two plays a quarter are passes. Two! Can't win. Can't win doing two. that. Two! You've got Aaron Rodgers, might throw three times, four times, all the other quarterbacks. We're averaging, folks, two passes in 15 minutes of football, and it's a passing league. You tell me there's not a problem here after two games? You can't make this stuff up. We only had 10 offensive plays a quarter, so, you know, come on. Yeah. Yeah, if you start breaking that down, we only ran ten plays a quarter on offense. I mean, we had a lot of three and outs after the opening drive, where we, you know, perfect game plan against the Packers. You run the football, Glenn. In the last two games, we converted three times out of fifteen. I know it's not pretty, and that's you know that's the recipe of disaster and. You know, the, the Bears have a favorable uh, next couple of weeks. I think Minnesota will be a challenge. But, 
you know, they've got to come up with an offensive passing system of some sort. And if guys can't get open, then start picking them open. It's not hard to, you know, uh, take an inside-outside, have a slant and a quick out. I mean, just pick people free. How can everybody else in the league do that except for us? All right, Kaz, hang tight. We're going to get to our final break here, get some news on the air as well. Well, I'll just say goodnight to you guys, okay. and uh, we'll talk uh, next week because I know a lot of callers are going to want to call tonight because for the first time we were uh, six inches away from actually being in it, you know, at the, at the, at the uh, middle of the fourth quarter. All right, Kaz, great to hear from you, man. We'll talk to you next week. What a good guys, Kaz. have a great Later, you got it. All right. Chicago Tribune says that Mel's Craft Barbecue has the best brisket in the state. Mel's is perfect for watching your favorite team and enjoying brisket, pulled pork, turkey, or baby backs. Mel's has everything for the barbecue fanatic, plus a full bar featuring over 60 bourbons. Can't make it to Mel's? Well, call Mel's Barbecue and ask about catering options. The only thing better than football is football with Mel's Craft Barbecue. Mel's Craft Barbecue on Main Street and Park Ridge across from the Metro Stop or visit Mel's BBQ. And it was fantastic. And you know what? We couldn't wait for the game to start after eating that delicious barbecue, OB. And now I got Ajita. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, uh, I I like it because, and the the coaches liked it. We looked at it. We we practiced it and repped it because a lot of times what you do, and you do in that regard too, you outnumber the box. So you're using your quarterback as a runner. you got an additional blocker. And so you like your numbers in the box there. So that's why we called it. It was the best play we had right there at the time. David Montgomery was your best play. (laughs) David Montgomery. Your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Head coach Matt Eberflus basically uh, defending his offensive coordinator for that call there toward the uh, the end of the game in the uh, in the uh, one yard line with the quarterback sneak from the from the shotgun, and it's uh, it's it's causing some consternation from people, and I think that uh, rightfully so. I mean, it was uh, so many things have to go right in that situation, don't they? In the big picture, if the Bears were able to punch it in and score, it's a complete change in momentum and to be stopped and and, and turn it over. Here here come the Packers and they drive it for a field goal and the game's over. It's just in that moment in time, Montgomery was ripping the Packer defensive front why do you not want to go with the hot hand on the goal line? Instead, you go with a quarterback thinking you have a numerical advantage when obviously you see it did not come off successful. You know, especially when Montgomery, he fights Dan like a mad dog. He will not go down. He will fight and fight. And he's got great powerful legs, thighs. What they were thinking about, obviously I have no idea. But, boy, I'll tell you what, this is, folks, this is two weeks in a row. I know it was a monsoon game, and we won it, and that was wonderful. And congratulations again to the Bears. But I'll tell you what, this is a challenge. We went up there, and I'm not so sure I can blame the players for all this, but I think I will blame the head coach and his offensive coaches, his offensive coordinator and the offensive coaches, to come up with a game plan or again, you don't you throw – you you've got to be kidding me! Two basically two passes in a quarter, that's what you average. You don't two games now. You got a tight end that you haven't even thrown to. Darnell Mooney, two targeted what two times, three times in two games, and this past game targeted one time for a four yard loss. We we've we completed seven passes tonight. One was to Mooney for four yard loss, yeah, and only eleven attempts. 
Yeah. That, by the way, our Muller's Auto Group game-changing moment. 312-981-7200. It sure was. Yeah, that's our phone number. And uh, out in Rockford, we've got Mike listening in. Mike, want to jump into the conversation? Go ahead, Mike. You're on the air. Guys, great to talk to you. Uh, listen, there's a lot of things we could pick apart. I'm, I got to tell you guys, I know it's early in his career, but Jim McMahon made the statement, Chicago's where quarterbacks go to die. I truly believe the Bears organization destroyed Jay Cutler and, and possibly Mitch Trubisky, and it could be the third quarterback. Guys, what is going on? Why is Luke Gutsy leaving this kid in the pocket with a suspect? I'm sorry, I can't even talk here. <laughs> No, you're, doing, hey, you're, you're spot on, Mike. Keep going. Well, it's suspect offensive line, to say the least. And you're leaving them in there. This looks like Matt Nagy, very vanilla, very vanilla. Why aren't you rolling them out more? Uh, and some, I mean, guys, some bootlegs, something. They're just, they're just so vanilla, and and it doesn't make any sense. I mean, okay, the guy, they don't have a talent on the offense. I get it. They don't have any big name wide receivers. They don't have a big name tight end. But they got playmakers. Mooney's supposed to be one. St. Brown is tall. He's 6'3", 6'4". Uh, but, but, guys, my concern is Justin Fields. He does not have the accuracy, and he does not throw the ball hard. It, the ball just floats. Guys, is it just me? I'm watching the game with two of my buddies, and, 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 and i got, I got to tell you, he either overthrows or underthrows the receivers, and when he, when he throws the ball – these guys are leaping up in the air, three, four feet up in the air, and they're putting themselves out. They're vulnerable. I said this last week, and I'm going to say it again. He's not an accurate passer, and you're not going to get anywhere without his accuracy in this league. And, and everyone thinks he's a second coming of Jesus. So we got this Justin Fields. He's, he's going to be great. He hasn't proven anything. And, in, and I'm going to tell you guys, what's going to happen after this year? I mean, is he going to be gone and then they're going to have to spend their draft pick on another quarterback, and we're going to have another year of grooming the new quarterback under the new regime. I mean, guys, the Bears take one step forward and five steps back. This is what the organization has done since the McCaskies took this organization over. Mike, I'm, and it just, yeah, Mike, I, I'm not going to argue with what you know. I can't agree with what you're saying, but I'm going to tell you what. There's 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 a coaching staff here, okay, and they're putting these game plans together. All right. And they're working with that quarterback every day, working with the offense and receivers every day, every day. And what I've seen for the last two times when it comes down to the performing time, we're not performing. And I'm going to tell you what, they're not calling a good game. I'm talking about our offensive coordinator, Getze. He is just not. That just happens to be what it is. Oh, well, we'll get it better. Well, we'll do this. Well, we'll do that. Well, in the meantime... You're making mistake after mistake as an offensive coordinator. And yes, you are. Mike, thanks for the call. We appreciate checking in from Rockford. Let's head out to LaGrange and welcome in Joe. Joe, you're up next. How you doing? Um, Watching the Bears is the same thing I've seen since after Dick. Nothing has changed. The players look like they're lost out there. They're missing tackles. It's lackluster. There's no... There's no incentive. To, I mean, they're not with any – it's just nothing. They're, it's awful. Some players are putting out the effort, but there's clearly no leadership there. And, and we keep talking about a new stadium. I think we need to put together a team first. I mean, that's a disgrace. And I, I don't know what else to say. It's just so depressing. Well, there's no denying the fact – that tonight you got to lay all this at Luke Getz's feet. The offense was never 
a factor other than that opening drive. The opening drive was, was you know, an A. But instead of building on that, emphasizing the running game and doing all the different things you can do with a successful running attack as an offense, we never did it. On one play, we, we, we dropped back on first down. And the Packers were all over us. And it was almost like, that's not, that is not who we are or will ever be. That is not Tom Brady. This kid is going to be a quarterback much, much like Lamar Jackson or, uh, even Aaron Rodgers, where everything is, is a byproduct of a, a successful running attack and all the, permutations off of that and yet we never really established that last week or this week that's because the offensive game plan dan wasn't implemented with a running game and with a passing game it's quite obvious yes that's exactly what happened the the long and short of it is and and you know what i still have real high hopes for justin fields but he has got to be utilized correctly and they have not figured it out for whatever reason, they haven't figured it out yet. Joe, thanks for the call. We appreciate that. We're going to take a quick time out. We'll come back with more of your phone calls. Hang in there, callers. Yep, 312-981-7200. Chevy dealers, Dan Hampton's defensive player of the game. 28-yard line. So it's fumbled in the backfield, and the Bears fell on it first. Let's see if they recover. Dominique Robinson had his arms on it, couldn't secure it, and the Bears do come away with it. In my and Dan Hampson's defensive play of the game right there, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers and ChevyDrivesChicago.com. A turnover the Bears got there in that game against the Packers tonight, which they lost 27-10. to Bears now 1-1, one and one. so are the Packers. The Vikings play tomorrow night, one of the two Monday night games. The Vikings at 1-0. and The Lions won today, too, so a couple teams in the division winning ball games tonight. Well, it, it, was, it was almost worth the price of admission to see Aaron Rodgers screaming on the sidelines that <laughs> yeah. they had that that fumble. Exactly right. That well, was great. Let's get back out of the phones in your calls. 312-981-7200 is our number. Josh checking in. And Juliet, you're up next. Josh, how you doing? Good. Um, I just had a quick question. Um, Darnell Mooney not running hard. Does that not have to do with accountability? And also... Kyler Gordon, who we drafted, who gets beat on a play um, uh, last week, and and that forced us to kick a field goal, does that not have to do with accountability? There's no question that uh, he was brought to task about it. He was much better tonight, although the great Ed Obradovich sitting next to me was screaming just like I was down on the goal line. They don't take the inside away on the quick slants. That's Aaron Rodgers' bread and butter. Don't, don't, don't these people watch film? Anyway, he was better, but he still had some issues tonight. But back to Mooney, not running hard. It's hard for me to believe that how many times during the course of the game was he running a, a, a post or a streak route? I don't think I ever saw him other than that one. And he was, it, to me, he looked like I he was, downfield, he was striding. He wasn't running. And, and it, see that, that has, again, we like Mooney. We like Justin, we like, but there has to be accountability. And that is not your job or my, that is 
Matt Eberflus's job. So hopefully he will get an understanding with these kids. You know, there was a lot of good effort, a lot of really good effort tonight. You know, there's a lot of missed tackles. There was a lot of sloppy nonsense with some coverages. But at the end of the, the day, we score down there in the fourth quarter. We're, it's a one-touchdown ball game. So, I mean, you know, they're fighting, they're fighting, they're, fi- they're just not good enough to overcome a lot of their deficiencies. Or, or are they being put in, in bad situations by our coaching staff? Is that a possibility, Dan? Well, yeah. again, how can you not take the inside away? You know, it happened on the goal line. It, hap- it happened uh, screaming about that four for different years. times for first downs. Yep. I mean, it's just it's, it's incomprehensible to me. 312-981-7200 is our telephone number. Emil, you are up next from Franklin Park. What's going on? But what to say, I understand football. I've only been watching maybe 10 years. But I want to ask you, what is it about this? The, 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 the defense looks so porous. They don't have any this like open holes. What is it just they don't have the players? They don't have big men up front? Is it the 3-4 versus 4-3? Could you explain to me, please? All right. Well, essentially, it's not a 4-3. It's a 4-2. We have two linebackers, four defensive linemen. Pretty much going all the time, nickel. So there Five are going backs. to be, you know, soft spots in that defense. But part of the reason is we've got a bunch of nobody's playing. Come on. You know, Muhammad was a kid that was signed from Indianapolis. He's killed us a lot of the times. You know, he's playing the long trap when they're basically, you know, doing a quick pitch or something. I don't know what he's doing. Um, uh, Jones, uh, the, the the big kid that uh, we signed to be a, a impact guy, he made a, a number of good tackles in the, uh, the, the second half. Um, Robert Quinn had a sack tonight, but a lot of the times he was a non-factor. You know, Roquan is one of those kind of uh, tweener linebackers that if you can protect him and let him run to the ball, he can make some plays and kind of be a star. But guess what? He's getting caught in the trash a lot, and he's not the same player in this defense as he has been the last couple of years. We got beat at the line of scrimmage today. Yep. Our defensive line and linebackers got beat today for four quarters. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, the Packers rolled up well over 400 yards. They ran ran the ball for 200-plus. Anytime that happens, yeah, you got to point at the front seven. That's you got that's, that's their that's job. That's exactly they what stop happened, it. Danny. Yep. You know, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Coming up on news here in just a few moments. Uh, let me ask you about the play calling because, you know, I, I'm sitting here as a guy that's has watched a lot of football. I never played it. I, you know, I, I feel like I understand a little bit of it here. But the, the, the play calling, if you're going to only throw 11 times and you're running the ball successfully and you're scoring, I get that. I understand that. But when you're not, it kind of falls. And I was t- talking about this in the break. It seems like they're in no man's land. Well, here, what's happening? They had the running game going. Okay, and what do you do with the passing game off of a, an effective running game? You bootleg, you sprint out, play action to the strong, play action to the weak. You give them a constant, steady diet of it, just what Aaron Rodgers did to us. We didn't do to him and the Packers. Plain and simple. Yeah, they executed a very competent game plan based on the running game, opening up all the other dimensions. And we fall, never did. Yeah, it, we, we never did. did. We got the running game going, we got but the, we never got. But the, never came back with play action. Exactly. 
and never came back with play action with bootlegs. We had all those different things you could do. We never did it. We never did it. Yeah, and it was frustrating. I mean, and when you watch a guy like David Montgomery run, just the way he runs, uh, you know, just to get, I'd like to see the number of yards after contact from his running tonight. I mean, he's unbelievable. Yeah, he he was 130 or something tonight. Well over half of that was after contact. It was, it was some really good stuff, and it's 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 a sin to waste it. You know, I mean, traditionally, you know, if you if you've got you know uh, Tom Brady. The running game, yeah, that's great, but you know you don't have to have it in this offense. We have to have it, and we had it, and we didn't capitalize on the it. running game. Set up for us to do multiple things offensively in attacking downfield in the passing game. Let me say it again: the running game had it all set up for our passing game, and we never went to it. We never went over the middle. We never went post pattern. We never did a corner out. We never did a fly pattern. We never had ends crossing. We never hit the the, uh, the wide out coming over in like a uh, like a ten or twelve hook yard pattern over over the middle. All that stuff that I'm talking about, we never did, and it was there. And the running game set it up for us to use that, and we never did. We're going to start kind of looking ahead in a little bit here, but. The Texans, with Lovey Smith as their head coach, is our opponent next Sunday. They have scored a total of two touchdowns thus far this year in two games. In the opener, they scored 20 points, two touchdowns, two field goals. Today, three field goals. They are struggling on offense as well. We don't need to worry about thinking, oh, well, we don't have to score. No, let's come out and run the offense the way it's supposed to be run and score a lot of points next week. All right, if you're on hold, stay there. We will get to you right after the news, 312-981-7200. Second and 20, Montgomery tries to get some of it back, and he will a lot more. He's going to get the first down. What a run by Montgomery for 28 yards. He'll go over 100 yards on this night. First down, Bears on a second and 20 run. Who brought it today? Sponsored by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois, the card to bring through it all. That highlight courtesy of NBC Sports, David Montgomery, the guy that brought it today. 15 carries, 122 yards, an average of 8.1 yards a carry. He also caught two passes out of the backfield. And uh, two passes for 14 yards as the Bears lose 27-10 to 10 to the Packers. Habit OB is sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. You know who else brought it today, by the way? Well, let me just say this. You know, OB loves David Montgomery. Yes. But it's like in golf. If you're a 350-yard par uh, four and you hit it right down the middle, 290, I mean, you've got a flip wedge to the green, and you hit it in the trap and make a seven. That's what we did tonight. Yeah. We had what we needed to, to, to build off of, and we squander it. That was what happened tonight. We squandered a lot of good things. I was going to say, who else brought it today? Mel's Craft Barbecue. How did you like the brisket tonight? Oh, he tonight? brought it. And you know what? Oh, he loves the brisket. But i got to tell you, the, the, uh, the smoked turkey and the chicken wings. The chicken wings were Awesome. They're just fantastic stuff. He also brought nachos tonight, which uh, is an Achilles heel, yes. Uh, Mel's Crab Barbecue, located at 24 Main Street in Park Ridge. We thank Mel for bringing us the food again. A different Mel, we assume, is on the south side right now, wants to chime in as well. Mel, you're on with us. How you doing? 
great, great. I was I was just going to comment that I thought it was a coaching mistake in the fourth quarter to challenge the uh, placement of the ball in the 10-yard line. The Bears had run the uh, Packers down the field on that drive. They certainly could have run for a first down. Then they would have, in effect, five cracks at the end zone. They took it down away from themselves by challenging it just to get a fraction of a yard. Also, they gave the Packers time to rest and regroup. So, uh, you know, that could have changed their moment. That could have changed the game. They would have been down by only seven, and they would have had seven minutes left to perhaps get the ball back and have time to perhaps run down the field again. You know, Mel, that was a very interesting uh, observation because I remember Chris Collinsworth, who I like to listen to, and he, he said, hey, you know, all that time it kind of got the Packers a chance to get their air, and they brought their first-string defensive line back in with Kenny Clark. He was the guy at the point of attack that stopped us on fourth and inches. So you're exactly right. And, I, you know, I, I, I mean, even if you get the first down, you know, uh, you know call – essentially, what have you gained? I mean, now it's first down instead of, as you said, it would have been, what, third down and inches, and it was going to be a four-down situation. So you could have had, like you said, an an, an extra play or even two to try to score from around the 10-yard line. That's a that's a real interesting point. And again, those are the nuances of the game that you just never know because we did win the uh, challenge and was given the first down. Dan, they should know. Coaches, they should know. What are they getting paid for? To have the knowledge, to have the understanding. If it's whatever whatever down it is, whatever the yardage is, whatever side of the field you're on, they should know. Well, it would have been third and inches at the ten yard line. Okay, so we would have, you know, had a couple of opportunities to, you know, gain a foot and 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 get a first down. But all that being said, I don't know, guys. I'm just saying it's almost like, you know, I hate to say it. It's like, oh, I think I'm right, and I want to prove it. Let me tell you something. And um, it kind of blows up in your face after the first two games, Danny, uh, offensively. Quite honestly, I have no idea what the hell these coaches are thinking about and what they're doing. I don't know what their philosophy is. What you know? What what is there? Is there isn't there a goal? Is it to score touchdowns? Isn't it to throw the ball down the field? Isn't it to take advantage of a running game, incorporate it with bootlegs, etc., play action? Isn't that what it's supposed to be like? We haven't seen it, Dan. We haven't seen it. You're exactly right. Eight quarters, and we still have no idea no, what this offense is supposed they, to be. Exactly. That's What a great statement that is. We don't have an idea what the hell this offense is supposed to be. But the good news is, neither does the Houston Texans. <laughs> Mel, thanks for your call. We appreciate it. They're going to be watching film until 3 a.m. trying to figure out what we're trying to do. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's confusion by whatever we're well, doing here. We'll <laughs> use the old trickery and deceit play. Uh, 312-981-7200, the number out to Broadview. We welcome in Mark. Mark, how you doing? All right. Uh, I'm going to be channeling my OB here. Uh, the offense, the coaching uh, is just pathetic. It's unbelievable. Um, uh, you got a franchise quarterback, and you got Montgomery just running the ball through the wall, and then you have the quarterback run at the goal line? And then you got my uh, uh, 
Montgomery. Mooney, who you give two passes to, what, a sideline pass and one after the second half? I've had enough. I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> two games in and had enough. I, 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 we, we can't blame it. We're, we're looking at yeah. – we were scratching our heads well, too watching yeah, this one. The tonight. only thing is, you know, you, you can't make this stuff up, okay? And this is a professional football yeah. team, a professional coaching staff, all right, yeah. brought in here to really bring our, our young quarterback along and whatever have you. And you go through training camp, all to see all the things that you've done. This is his second year, and we just finished our second game, and we do not know what we're trying to do. We have no idea. Are we a running team? Are we a passing team? Are we neither? We, <laughs> we have no idea. Here, here's the real kind of interesting takeaway. You know, if we were able to score there in the fourth quarter and make it a one-touchdown difference, and then we had eight minutes to go. Is that what it was? Eight minutes yeah, left in the game? Triplet, yeah. I mean, okay. We, you know, Green Bay gets the ball. We stop them. And then who knows? Who knows? All that being said, we ran 17 plays in the first half. They ran 40. They had the ball twice as long as we did. All that being said, the penalties last week was such a big part of what I think was the difference in the game and allowed us to win. Well, what do we have, about seven or eight penalties Seven today? for 50. The Packers only had three for 25. So, you know, you said something during one of the breaks here early on. You said, hey, hey, that was an old-fashioned take-you-to-the-woodshed kind of a beating because they beat us in, a, in pretty much every facet of the game. But you know what? All things considered, we were fighting and scratching and clawing, and we were in it at the end if we scored. And it's just a shame that insanity prevailed. And they think going for the touchdown on fourth and, and inches from the shotgun is a smart thing to do. And th- that leaves Apparently me Apparently that's what he said. Breathless. I can't, I can't tell you. Uh, on the text line, uh, we're getting one out from 269. OB, it says it's Tressman 2.0. There you go. I hate to think that it's Nagy 2.0. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something. Yeah. And, and, and Our, John Shoup 2.0. Eberflus has got to be very careful here. You know, the Chicago, they're the greatest fans on the planet. They just truly are. The Bear fans, they're unbelievable. If he's going to come in and start defending and doing this, they can see what's going on. Yeah. They know what's going on. Been through there, been through it too many times. I'm talking about the Chicago Bear fans. And when he said that was the, that was the basically the only, that was the correct call, the hell it was. Not when you're on the eight inch line going in and your quarterback 6'3 and weighs 230. And and what do you do? You send him back five or six yards on a shotgun and then have him run. If you take, if you count the snap going back to him in the shotgun thing, go a thousand one. Then he catches the ball. He's got to start his his run. Take what two, three steps to get to the line. Thousand two, thousand three. The game the game is over with. Yeah. You can't expect offensive linemen to block these guys and knock them off and hold them that long. Yeah, then he's got to find the hole too. After all that is said and done, there you go. Yeah. Again, yeah, he's got enough to be worried about coverages and reads and calling up. It's just you're asking him to do 
the running back's job, and that makes no sense for to him. Me. For him to say Especially, that 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 was the basically the correct call or the only call that 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 coaching staff could come up that was the right call. No, it wasn't, Coach. It was not. All right, we got to hit a timeout here. Happen OB being sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Hey, he is back. Longtime sponsor, nationwide agent, and the man that texts OB in our show, Jeff Vukovic, Vuk. is back. For all your auto, home, business needs, contact Vuk at JeffVuk.com. Vuk. And remember, nationwide is on your side. More of Happen OB coming your way in just a moment here on 720 WGN. Uh, penalties, like I said before, penalties, um, you know, false starts, uh, whatever it was, whatever it may be, just penalties. So, again, shooting ourselves in the foot, we can't do that if we want to win the game, especially versus a team like this. Happen will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Andy Mazur with the guys here. Justin Fields right there talking about what be what's holding the team back right now. He, he claims uh, tonight that there were some penalties. And there were some penalties. More often, uh, they occurred more often tonight than they, they did the other day, but... I you know that that that's kind of yeah out that, that's kind of sugarcoating the, the, the it a little bit. Stat sheet and say hey we would have won if it wasn't for penalties. Yeah. No, that's not what it was. And yeah, you know all through the preseason I was astonished how efficient the offense operated, even with the second third units. They were almost penalty free. And last week we know you know very few penalties. Tonight on the road, different situation. Sure, there's going to be some penalty, but that's not the reason this offense stunk. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred is our number. Gus has been hanging on for a while out in Chicago. Uh, Gus, what's on your mind? Uh, I I just wanted to say you know I I I've been a longtime Bears fan. Um, Eighty five, I was there. I'm sixty two. Dan and and Ed, I, I, I just want to know when when somebody says a quote of franchise quarterback, please tell me exactly what that means because me myself, I think he was a franchise quarterback in college. I don't know if he's a franchise type quarterback here. I like this coach. I think there's a different purpose, uh, meaning uh, they 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 practice things that they've said that they never practiced before. But is he a franchise quarterback? Tell me what is the franchise quarterback. Gus, let Thank me, you. Danny, let me jump on this first. Gus, my what my understanding, how I believe a franchise quarterback is, you got to earn it. You got to have you got to have the the qualities. You got to have be mentally, physically ready. Come out of college, whoever drafts you, if it's one, two, or wherever you get, what position you get drafted in, but you've got to show it in the pros. You have to prove it. And once you prove it, and you've got to keep proving it, then you're a franchise quarterback. Just one season, if you get there, and then you and then you go missing in action, and that's not a franchise quarterback. A franchise quarterback comes in and directs them in tough games, pulls tough games out for wins, and is back-to-back, game-to-game, and what he's doing is winning and winning more than he's losing and losing. And you got to win championships to get that thing franchise quarterback. So to say this kid's a franchise quarterback is a big misnomer. I agree. You know, can he be? Certainly. You got uh, to show it. You got to prove it. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to get there. But come on, let's be real. He had Nagy. To deal with last year. Didn't even let him play, you know, he was on the scout team until he basically threw him in as a starter. And then the whole year, it was almost like 
Nagy was trying to undermine him, trying to you know, go to the McCaskey saying, oh, look, I'm having to play this young kid, but, you know, he's not good enough to be able to, to win right now. And it's going to take a year or two of me grooming him. So I need to keep my job. So it was almost like he, he, he was throwing him under the bus. Now, all that being said, now we got a whole new r- regime, new playbook, new offense. It's completely different offense. It's, a, you know, it's a stretch offense. And, it's going to take a little time, but you know, a couple of real simple things. You need to throw more touchdowns than interceptions. You need to be able to win two thirds of your games. He you got to win these games. Yes, these kind of games you got to win. Well, and he hasn't done that. He's got a you know what ten touchdowns, fifteen interceptions, or something. Like, and you know he's got a losing record. So all those things, I think they will come. But he's got to do a lot of improving. But the offense has got to be straightened out and more of a designed attack that he can fit into rather than saying, oh, we're just going to call a bunch of plays, see what works and what doesn't. That ain't going to work with him. Yeah, Gus, again, you you got to be a consistent winner at this level and you got to win world championships, okay? One, two, but you've got to have them there constantly. Then you're a franchise quarterback. Guys, we got a little over a minute left to go here, and as we uh, wrap things up here, twenty-seven ten, it was the Packers over the Bears. A uh, quick thought about the Lovey Smith and the Texans coming in. We'll have a noon kickoff on Sunday, and we'll be out with you at eleven o'clock on next Sunday, so at uh, a little earlier time. Well, in, in my opinion, we, that's a team we can beat. That's a team we can beat, but we have to be there starting from the get-go, quarter by quarter. We can't be having mental mistakes, mental lapses, physical lapses. We've got to show up. We've got to be ready to play four quarters. And again, that team, the Texans, we can beat them and we can get a victory here at home. You know, it, but they got to show up. It's like building a, a perfect song. You know, you have a melody and breaks and different crescendo. And, uh, and we know what this offense needs to fun, to focus on. That is running the ball effectively with both those backs, not only Montgomery, but Khalil Herbert. And once that is going, have an attack designed to work specifically off of those successes. And if we do, we could score 30 points next week and roll Lovey up. Right, with the naked bootlegs, the play action. Sure. That's what a great running game affords you the opportunity to do and be positive about it. Make it work for you. Jets, thanks for the time. Uh, drive home safely. I know it's getting a little stormy out there. All right, well, I'll see you back here next Sunday. Well, it was a, it was a tough day at Lambeau, but I'll tell you this: the kids stayed in it and fought to the end. That's that's a big plus from last year. All right, we're back with you again. You, uh, you got it, guys. Next week, uh, well, uh, eleven o'clock will be our pregame show, and then we'll be back after the the Bears and the Texans at three o'clock on Sunday. We will be having. Great weekend and a great uh, week ahead. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, listeners. Thanks to Jack and Eli back there behind the glass as well. Happen will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. The news coming up next for the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom.